This is the Perfectly Mentored Podcast with your host, Jason Portnoy. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Perfectly Mentored. I'm your host, Jason Portnoy, and we are back with the Ask Jason Live show, where I fielded questions from people live. You're not going to want to miss this one. Check it out. Good morning, Megan. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm excellent, pumped, ready for an excellent show. I'm sure we have some good questions. Yeah. Um, Got a few. Yeah. How are you doing? Everything's good? Everything's good. Can't complain. Awesome. Yeah, I think by now people know what we're doing here. Do an intro separately, but if you have any questions, put them in the comments below. We are live. A little bit of a rush episode. We've got to pump through this. Obviously, I'll stick around. If anyone has any questions, put them in the comments. I'm more than happy to stick around a little bit, but let's just get rolling. All right. Okay. Question number one. I've heard you say that agency fees are not a marketing expense. Hmm. Can you explain? And this is from Adam. Yeah. So there's that whole debate of brands when they hire agencies, for example, and they sit there and say, I'm going to factor in your costs with the ad dollars, and this is the return I need to see. And to me, that never really made any sense. Like the marketing agency you hire is just like an employee. Now you don't take your employees and sit there and say, all right, I'm going to take my entire marketing department salary, and that's going to be my marketing cost. No, it's an operating cost. And so the problem is when all these brands start looking at marketing costs, being like, my agency's well, just but then you have to put all your employees into it. First of all, I don't think there's a problem factoring revenue based off employee, right? I think every employee should have a revenue number to them. Every employee in a business should be making you a certain amount of money, whether that's buying you time to make that money or whatever it is. Every employee should have you know, a revenue tied to them. But your agency, your marketing team is not a marketing cost. They are an operating cost. They're an operating expense. So in the four buckets that you have, that's where they fall under because you can fire your agency. You can negotiate price point with your agency. You can negotiate price point with salary for your employees. You cannot negotiate the price point with Google. You cannot negotiate the price point with Facebook ads. That's the price. It's a fixed cost pretty much. That is the marketing cost. That is the advertising cost. The people you hire to run those things, they are an operating cost. Hope that explains it a little bit more. Awesome. Okay. All right. What are your thoughts? on Bitcoin and crypto in general, and this is from Jessica. Don't know that much about it, to be honest with you. I've started in the past. I started a little bit before the crash started to to buy a bit like I do on Bitcoin. I do on Ethereum. I, I own some of that stuff, but dabbling in it and just watching it. And, since, and I bought right before the crash. So I'm by no means any guru. I'm down based off what I bought. Uh, but watching it, and I know how everyone says it's fat. I actually think the whole cryptocurrency as a whole is definitely the future. Again, I'm talking just based off my assumption and based off what I think it stands for and the ideals behind it. I could see it. I do believe in it, which is why I didn't sell, which is why I still own, which is why I'm buying a little bit more. But I'm careful and by no means am I an expert in this at all. So everything I'm telling you is just my feelings. And they're based off the things I've read, but by no means so I think I could speak with authority on this topic, but it's definitely something I'm reading a lot more about and definitely interested in. Okay, this question is from Laura. Laura asks, I think I'm ready to start paid ads. 
What's the most important thing I should know before starting? Oh, good question. Before you begin marketing, before you begin advertising, before you launch, before you run your first VSL, before you push your first product launch or your sale, before you do anything on the marketing advertising side of things, I would say the first thing you need to know are your, your numbers. And more specifically, the most important number you need to know is how much you're willing to pay to acquire a customer. Without knowing those numbers, everything just becomes like me buying Bitcoin or Ethereum right now. Like it's just based off hunches and guesses and comes with a colossal risk, right? If I put all my money into Bitcoin right now, it's colossal risk. I could lose it all. I could make it all it's based off nothing. And I think that's how people jump into advertising. So it's good that you're ask, actually asking this question. And I think more people need to ask this question. And I think more people really need to know their numbers. Because if you don't know how much you're willing to pay to acquire a customer, you can't really run ads because you won't know what success is. Your ROAS is low, maybe, but maybe you need to pay more to acquire a customer because maybe they buy from you 15 times throughout the year and you're willing to overpay to acquire a customer. Maybe they never buy from you again and you only have one shot at them. So you need to like really maximize the amount you're willing to pay to acquire a customer. You need to know your numbers. You need to know your lifetime value. You need to know your margins. You need to know your costs. You need to know a lot of numbers before you start running ads with any sense of confidence. But more specifically, the number one number you need to know is how much you're willing to pay to acquire a customer. But that comes from knowing all the other numbers as well. Okay, this question is from Derek. What's the best piece of advice you've gotten? And bonus, if you can give one for life and one for business. I've always had like a personal one that was a quote that really stuck with me. And then there was always like the business side of I've been around so many amazing mentors that like I've gotten a bunch. But one of my mentors recently gave me a piece of advice. And I think I'll kill two birds with one stone here. I think you could ask this question and this. I actually think this piece of advice covers both business and life. And it could probably be the best piece of advice that I've gotten in both fields. And I think it was given to me probably with that in mind, but we we're talking more business. So it was at a point, I'll give you a little bit of context and then I'll give you, I'll give you what the advice was. Okay. I was having a tough time making a decision about something and I was just trying to think about direction and where I want to take things, what I want to do. And one of my coaches, one of my mentors said to me, how do you want your kids to talk about you when you die? And that was just like, stop in your tracks or freeze type of question. Mm -hmm. As anyone who knows me knows how I feel about my kids, knows a lot of those things. But how do you want your kids to talk about you when you die? is business and life. If you ask yourself that question before you do anything, right? Going to do something sketch, like you've been tempted, ask <laughs> yourself, how do you want your kids to talk about it when you die? Chances are you won't do those things unless you're a loser in life, right? That's true. A giant loser in life, you're not going to ask, but we're talking to good people here, right? We right. only deal with good people here. So asking yourself that one question, business decision, you're going to do something. And it comes down to a lot of the things, right? Should you risk? Should you take the chance? What if you fail? Do you want your kids to talk about you when you die, that you were someone that took the chance, that you could rebound when you fail, that you weren't afraid to fail? Or were you someone that was scared and they never took the chance or they never bet on themselves or they never did anything? So that's from a business side, from a life side, how you conduct morally, ethically, with integrity is and how you treat other people is how do you want your kids to talk about when you die? I want them to say that he treated everyone well, people loved him, he was nice to everyone, he was great. So then you make decisions that map out to that. So I think that actually answers it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great way to look at things.
Okay, let's see. All right, that looks like that's all our questions right now. What about you, Megan? Do you have any questions? Do I have any questions? You love when I put you on the spot, so. Oh, it's my most favorite thing. (laughs) Anyone who knows, this is part of it, right? You work with me, you you hire me as a coach, get ready to be uncomfortable, get ready for the unexpected. You you never know if he's going to put you on the spot. That's right. Uh, can I think on it and you can get back to me next week? Yeah, sure. We'll just go live <laughs> in 30 minutes when you're ready. No, it's a now thing. We are at the Ask Jason show now. I don't know. I guess you suggest or you talked about know your numbers. That's what's most important. And ROAS isn't everything depending on what your goal is and everything. Yep. What numbers should people be looking at? What is the most important? Money in your bank. That's the truth. I can make up a bunch of different met- there's metrics that will lead to that. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what metrics you're looking at if you have zero money in your bank account, right? If you're spending money on advertising, you can be talking about all these different metrics. But if you're not profitable, you're not making any money. It's all void. doesn't really matter. So the money in your bank is the most important number that you should know. It is one of the daily reports that I get from you every single morning, mm-hmm. money in bank. You know, that, that's just a super important. And I think we're going to actually move that to three times a day to see as things move. And that most important number, you can show me all the spreadsheets of how we're doing on ad spend, how we're doing on everything like that. Cool. It's important, but it really comes into effect when I see the money in the bank, right? Like, there's no money in the bank. What you're showing me on a spreadsheet has to get fixed. It doesn't really matter. You're showing me just a bunch of numbers. So money makes most important. And that comes from uh, making sure you have a good margin on things, making sure that you spend less than you make. And if you're going to make $1 profit off every product you sell, better figure out a way to sell a million of those products. But also comes into it a little bit of there's a time involved, right? So you don't need to be profitable on acquiring a customer if you know that they buy from you a bunch more times. And then it's just an email that gets sent out, right? If I send in an email three more times or it's a subscription, I paid $100 to acquire a customer and their first order was $50, but they spent $50 every single month. Guess what? I paid $100 to acquire a $600 customer. I have a 6x return if they stay the full year. Yeah. But then you have to be like, what if they don't stay the full year? Cool. What's your churn rate? What's your average length? Oh, they only stay three months? Cool. Then I paid $100 to acquire a $150 customer. Doesn't seem as great anymore, but still profitable. Maybe not. But like, then you start bringing down the math. They only stay from you six months. I paid $100 to acquire a $300 customer now with 3x return. Then the question doesn't become, how do I get the cost down? It's how do you get your three-month customer to stay six months? You get your six-month customers to stay seven months and eight months. How do you get them to buy one more time? Yeah. We talk about a lot compounding effect. You don't need to go all in on a number. You just need to get incrementally better across all areas. And sometimes the all-in number that you're trying to go after isn't a worthwhile fight. You're trying to drive down CPMs, like cost per impression on Facebook, versus you trying to get your existing customers to buy from you one more time. One's more of a harder fight. Like you're going to fight Facebook? Or can I work on things and increase my customer service, increase my wow factor, increase the way I reach out to pick up the phone, call customers, and say, thank you so much for your order. Appreciate it. Make them want to buy again. Come up with new products. That's in my control. Always the things that are in your control. Okay. I'll let you wrap it up. That's it for this week's episode and all right everyone thank you thank you megan bye hey everyone thank you so much for listening hope you enjoyed this episode thank you for your attention and if you made it this far you're clearly someone who wants to take their business to the next level and i understand that being an entrepreneur it's a lonely place it could be a lonely journey which is 
why being part of a thriving community of like-minded people is just super important, as is the ability to instantly get answers to the questions you have in order to scale and grow your business. It's why I launched the Market Domination Coaching Group, and it's we are open for invitations right now to join. So to request an invitation and book a free diagnostic consultation, let's call it a game plan call, head on over to marketdominationcoaching.com. It's where I will jump on a call with you and show you at least three ways you could possibly grow your business. Whether we work together or not, we'll still do this. Uh, it's going to be the best business decision you'll make uh, today. Uh, so speak soon. Head on over to marketdominationcoaching.com. Book your free game plan call and I'll speak to you soon. 